This is Bookmarked and Busy, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Welcome to Bookmarked and Busy, the podcast where I, a fanfic reader, talk to some really cool people in the fanfic community, from writers to artists and everyone in between. I'm here to be the middleman slash nosy friend to get all the deets on your favorite content on AOSR and beyond. With that being said, please remember this is an 18 plus podcast so check all the show notes for content warnings trigger warnings and if by chance i miss something uh feel free to reach out and let us know we'll go ahead and add it in my name is ren welcome back if you're uh still listening after all this time and hello if you're new um I am joined this week by someone, another person. I'm very lucky that I got to talk to like multiple people this week whose work I've read. So um, I'm uh, uh, joined this week by Entropy, um, who is an anonymous author. So if you're listening and you know this person, <laughs> please don't out them. We're trying to keep this safe, a safe space. So um, yeah, thanks for joining me. Um, I'm so glad to talk to you. Um, you're one of the other people whose name, when I saw pop up, I was like, sick, cool, because I have read some of your stuff, and I'm currently reading one of your fics right now that I'm absolutely loving, so. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you'd read anything, so I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I have, <laughs> um, which we will definitely get into, because I love um, talking to you guys about, like, your works that I've read to get like all like hey what did this come from how'd you write this one and like I'm so nosy when it comes to that sort of thing but um so let's just kind of dive in and talk about you and your and your journey with fan fiction um how'd you get start reading and how'd you get start writing like tell me everything (laughs) yeah so I guess um I I was trying to think because I've, I've been listening to your podcast. So I was like, ah, I haven't been answering this question. But um, yeah, I guess I was on like wikipauldron.net or something, like 2006. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was all Harry Potter fanfic. And then that led me to like fanfic.net. And I had an account on fanfic.net. And it was all just like um, pretty much like one shot canvas Harry Potter stuff. And then um, I did read a lot of like. Jilly, I guess, and a lot of Zutara for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like wrote a Zutara fic. Um, and then, yeah, and then I guess like after The Force Awakens, I um, found Raylo, and then that was when I transitioned to Archive of Our Own. So, um, okay. yeah, and then I didn't really write like significant amounts of fic until like 2020. So, um, the other, other stuff has all just been like pretty much one shots and um, nothing like super big so um, I'm like a relatively recent writer but long time reader <laughs> I guess um, yeah so I don't know if that answers your question <laughs> yeah no you can say as much or as little as you want about that um, I I was a frequent user of Leaky Cauldron but like I didn't know that fan fiction existed in in these fan sites that I was on so I think that's really cool that a site that I had used had a place for fan fiction because I had zero idea that you could do that on that site um, when I was using it. <laughs> maybe just in forums. I was also on MuggleNet or whatever. Okay. So maybe that was it. Um, yeah, just like Harry Potter fan And I don't read any Harry Potter fan fiction anymore. <laughs> Funny, but um, yeah, that's where I like started. But um, yeah. yeah. Um, so I did see that you have. Um, 
so I'm I mostly was looking at your Raylo works because I fathom that's that's where the conversation was gonna go today. Um, and you do have like I think it's like twelve if I remember correctly. Um, Raylo works, and you say that like you're relatively small, but I think that that's like. At, uh, on par with some of the the people that I've read recently, like mm-hmm. um, you know, not having a ton out there, but I think it's okay to be part like mostly a reader if that's if that's where you find yourself. But I do, uh, like I said, I have read some of your work before, and I really enjoyed it, and I'm enjoying one right now. So, like, I mean, congrats on on making the switch over to Raylo and writing, um, and mm-hmm. like your work so far is really good so like i'm i'm always like looking forward to seeing stuff that you that you post because i'm i've been engaged this whole time Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so you are a um you said force awakens raylo is that is that right yeah okay back og i i don't know so yeah um i guess yeah, I was, uh, I, I watched, like, all of the Star Wars movies for, like, forever. So I, like, saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters and stuff, which I was definitely too young to see. That That really scared me so much. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, like, watched all those movies. And then I was, like, really excited about The Force Awakens. And, um, yeah, so, like, I'll be honest. Like, at first, I also pretty much, like, shipped Grey and Thin as well. Mm-hmm. I like kind of assumed they would be endgame, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I was also like super duper convinced that Ray was Luke's daughter. So I was mm-hmm. like, they're definitely like she and Kylo are cousins, like there's no way that they're doing like romantic, but maybe they'll have like a weirdly charged cousin relationship and like uh-huh. I'm definitely that like there there will be fanfic. I know that, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to. Um yeah, so I just remember, like, my mom, I saw it with her, and I, um, I was like, they're going to do something, like, weird with Ray and Kylo, and then she's like, they're cousins, and I was like, but it's Star Wars, like, there's already, like, you know, some, like, weird incesty undertones, right. anyway. so I was like, I don't know, this is, like, peak Game of Thrones time, too, so I just figured that mm. um, a thing, but no. So anyway, but yeah, and then um, I was, like, on Tumblr a lot, and then um, there was, like, so much fan art and fanfic going around on tumblr at that time so then that's like when i transitioned to archive of our own because like there was so much fic out and um i like i would just like read that all the time like i was still graduating college at that point and i think it like genuinely hurt my scholastic um <laughs> uh adventures <laughs> so i just read yeah. so very low fanfic but um so yeah i like read a lot of like Kate verse at first and um you know, I was, like, really surprised with TLJ that they actually did go in, like, a romantic direction. Um, so, like, that was very shocking to me. But then, like, the fic got better. And then I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, there's, like, a much bigger community now. And um, I, I don't know. I think, like, I think after Trust, a lot of people were pretty upset about Kylo dying. I always thought <laughs> he was going to die. Like, I, I feel like this is, like, admitting to some sin here. But I was just like, as soon as he killed Han, I was, like, pretty sure they were going to kill him off eventually. Yeah. So, yeah. So I wasn't, like, that shocked. But I think, like, considering the way they went about it, I was, like, disappointed. Because I think, I yeah, if I had been in charge of killing him off, I would have done it better, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm still a little, like, upset about, like, Ray's whole backstory and how they didn't 
really do a great job of like fleshing that out. I was just like, pick a, you know, give her a parent and like stick with it. Like, I don't know. Um, so I was, I think I was most disappointed by that <laughs> over everything with uh, like actual canon. But then I think like since Trust, like there's just been such an explosion of fic and like different writers and like that's been really cool to see. And like now I like mostly read like AUs, I guess, instead of canon verse. Like I'll read them sometimes, like especially if they're shorter. But mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like a little too um, upset about canon verse. <laughs> it's Same. like too- <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also, yeah. I don't know, like I feel like you know, maybe someday I would, like, write a canonverse fic, but it would just be, like, such a monster, like, it would be, like, 200k, like, I don't know, I have so many things that I want to, like, fix, but then also mm-hmm. I'm, like, so impressed by people that do write canonverse, because, like, the lore and, like, knowing what you're talking about and, like, making it realistic and, like, having all the, like, easter eggs, I think is really hard, so kudos to everyone who does that, um, yeah. Seriously, um, so I'm gonna re- touch on some things that you said about, the the movies because i was also i think i was also pro not pro but like i shipped um ray and finn at first because it seemed logical to me i was like oh the two like or orphans (laughs) so like or you know the two people that are alone um and because i was so used to um the whole trope of like falling in love with the first person who's nice to you i thought that they were gonna put them together because like they're the first time like they've met each other and they're both like really I mean I guess by that retrospect it would have been Poe for Finn but like (laughs) but we didn't know Finn was gay at the time so um yeah I I, yeah I shoot them too (laughs) I would have read a lot more like Finn Ray fanfic too but like there were like a lot of obviously there were shipping words and stuff (laughs) right (laughs) so i don't know i i do still sort of hold the flame for them because i'm just like oh they were really cute together and like they they really did have like you know um wanted the best for each other but Mm -hmm. i do think like just from like a um i don't know from like a symbolism sort of point of view, I feel like Ray and Kylo are like very well balanced and then that's yeah. like kind of more fun to read about. But um yeah. yeah. I um yeah, I shipped I shipped them until I didn't and and I became a Raylo shipper in um The Rise of Skywalker and then a Finpo and Storm Pilot in same movie. Um but I I didn't think they were gonna kill off Ben because I was like, can there be one good love story in Star Wars? Answer is no, never. I guess we're just not allowed to ever have any good love story in Star Wars. So when he died, I was like, oh, that sucks because like I thought like in my head I would have enjoyed one more movie, a fourth movie where it was the full um redemption story because i felt like i might be on the like the the small minority here but um i didn't agree with like the brief redemption and then death i would have liked maybe one movie where it's a full redemption and then if you're gonna kill him off like then do it and it would have felt more like felt like more because it's like you know he worked really hard and then you then he dies you know um but so yeah, like when you 
her death trope. I'm just like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. Especially also like he doesn't have to like really answer for his actions. Like that's correct. The storyline too, and like I don't know. Uh, yeah, they didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I because when I saw Tross, I was like, I feel like there's like more. There's something missing, and it was like a, another arc to the story which i know they wouldn't put into that movie so it's like you know one more movie would have been good and i think i would have been okay with ben dying um because it would have been like you know he worked really hard and then you know he sacrificed himself but um yeah i mean i was still sad that he died i think the impact would have just been a lot stronger had i got more like redemption and more more ben less you know um i didn't think that ray was luke's daughter though i thought they were building up to it to be something more than what we got i just didn't know who i who what i who i thought she was related to but you know we got what we got and i'm very thankful for canon verse writers because you guys are doing all the hard work out there but i like you i can't read any because i'm just like i get like I, i've said this a hundred times i just get upset that we didn't get anything that writers write because you guys write far better stories than I know. And it's like, <laughs> like family writers who like don't really have that much supportive like infrastructure can do like these really great stories. Like why can't yeah. these like higher I'm sure they're making millions of dollars to write like a, just a coherent screenplay and like they can't do anything. Right. It's fine. I'm okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone in Lucas listening, hire fanfic writers to write your movies because like <laughs> Like for real, for some of these like really old like IPs too, like there's people that have been writing this stuff for decades. Like I don't mm-hmm. know why you pick somebody who doesn't care about the source material to do this. Like it doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so I have to ask because I'm very curious. Where are you? Um a uh force awakens adam driver fan is that where you first yeah okay it was like like on the bridge while he was like about to kill he's so pretty (laughs) Um, but yeah i think uh my mom had watched all of girls and i had seen like a little bit of girls but like i didn't know that much about him and then my good friend like watched him in like whatever the tina fame movie is called um i don't remember but um and it was just funny because I like really hadn't seen him very much on screen until um until the first awakens. And then I was like looking through my like Facebook feed like randomly a few weeks ago and like in 2016 there was like I made a post that was like quickly becoming way too obsessed with Adam Driver. And I was like, why would you admit this to your like friends and family on Facebook? They're like, yeah, anyway, I was just yeah. like, oh my gosh. Um so yeah, I definitely found him very beautiful then. And then I think I like went back and watched a lot of girls, but that show is tough to watch, I will it's say. It's very uh, hard. <laughs> um, I honestly like maybe just went through and watched most of the sex scenes after watching like the first two seasons. Um, yeah. So I think most of the sex scenes, but yeah, it just, ugh. <laughs> um, and yeah. then I've been slowly working through his other movies. I definitely haven't seen all of them yet, um, but yeah i mean he just he is a gift that keeps on giving though i feel like i am always discovering new adam driver content and i'm like yeah this? oh my gosh so yeah <laughs> I, I i listened to the podcast i know you watched girls <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, like I'm forever jealous of people that didn't find him there first because I, at the time, I was like, oh my god, this show's so good. Like, oh Hannah, like I totally relate to him. And like the, the, now that I'm older, I'm like, what was I thinking? Like who the show? <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's very tough, and especially um, if you've never seen it before and you're trying to go back to watch it now, the way that we as people are in 2020 should not be watching that show because we're all just like far too advanced yeah. <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we all we all know better than to even vibe a little bit with anything that happens in that show. Um so with your um with your writing, um uh like I said for anyone listening, um you've only got like 12, 12 I don't want to say only, you've got 12 fix in the Raylo space there. Um what are what what have been some of your favorite stories to tell? with um with these two characters you can i mean be it something that you've written already or i'm not sure if you also participate in twitter fix and and stuff like that um but i'm i'm a little bit twitter incompetent and i'm 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 so impressed by people that do twitter fix i'm just like me too i I can't even post like three tweets in a row and have them show up correctly (laughs) (laughs) people do this Anyway, um, yeah, let's see. Okay, so, I mean, so my main or, like, most read story, I guess, is The Nicest Word There Is, and um, I guess, like, I have to sort of say, like, that's my favorite just because, like, I've put, you know, more blood, sweat, and tears into that than uh, any of my other fics. So, and um, I don't know if I should summarize that for people listening. You can. Yeah, go for it. So that's sort of, like, a... Little House on the Prairie, AU, um, set in like the 1880s in Nebraska. Um, and it's like <laughs> um, scandalously a little daddy, underage daddy kink uh, sort of trope. Um, and for that one, I mean, that's like a pretty like wide scope of a story. So that's like a lot of like kind of smaller stories about those two characters. Um, and then I guess like other. Um, other effects that I've enjoyed writing about them. I, I think the the cool thing about like Ray and Kylo is like they they do still sort of feel underdeveloped from like their initial like original IP, which I think makes them just like such perfect fodder for like fanfic. Really, yeah. just, just hook out whatever like pieces of their character that you really want to play with. And so I think that like even between the stories that I write, that those characters are like really different. Um, between each of my picks. So mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say I'm like writing the same characters over and over again, even like, it's just like different aspects of like how I see them. And like some of it, like, you know, some like fanning comes in and like, I definitely pull in sort of like widely accepted tropes about them from like the greater fanfic community, which I think has been really cool. Um, just to like be able to like put my own spin on something that like other people have done too. Um, but I think, yeah, I think the nicest word is my favorite. Um, and then I guess um, I have, like, another historical AU, which is, I don't know, like, it's a little bit my, like, secret favorite, but um, that's called By the Dim and Flaring Lamps, and that is, like, a Great Depression AU, sort of, like, um, Grapes of Wrath AU, mm. I guess. And, like, they're pretty different people in that fic, um, and it's, like, a really different setting, but um, I don't know, that's, like, much more contained, and it's, like, pretty short one shot, but... Um, I had, like, a lot of fun just, like, getting to know them in, like, a really relatively short time period, I think, um, in that fix. So, 
um yeah I think those are my <laughs> two favorites so do you prefer um because the two that you mentioned are both sort of like historical AUs yeah. is that where you find yourself more comfortable writing those so yes and no I think I I really enjoy historical um fix and like part of it is just I really like doing the research for like the historical setting mm-hmm. um but it just takes so much more time. I mean, I was like, because I had only written pretty much um, the nicest word for like almost a year before I wrote anything else in Raylo. And it's just like writing something without doing a lot of research first goes a lot faster. Um, and like, I'm also like much less constrained. So I think it has been really fun to like play around in like really different, um, like almost genres of writing as well. So like, I have a few that I'd almost say are like dystopian. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of them is like like really actually like near near future like sort of sci-fi dystopian um and then one of them is like um sort of like a cult au dystopian so that's been kind of fun because that's like i get to just like completely make up the parameters of like the world that they're living in and it like really doesn't exist besides like in my fix so that's been like also really fun and i feel like um just in terms of like how you do world building it's like really different um you know, trying to describe a world that, like, did exist at one point, and, like, like there are, like, genuine answers for, like, questions you might ask about, like, that universe, versus, like, making up all the answers yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's been, like, it's fun to, like, juxtapose those, and I think it's nice to have a few fix going at once, so that it's not so much of, like, the same thing all the time. Because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think, I think if I hadn't written anything else besides the nicest word, that would, be, like, really burn me out, because it's, it's, I would say that's pretty much the hardest thing to write that I write, so um just because like there's like something I'm usually trying to say with each chapter so right um, you know that's uh has to be (laughs) um but at the same time like each chapter itself doesn't necessarily matter as much to the full story as like um some of my shorter like multi-chapter fix like each of those chapters really has to do a lot of heavy lifting in order for the whole story to like come together so I don't know it's just like it's hard in different ways but it's like exciting and interesting in different ways too so um, yeah, and I've totally forgotten what the question was. <laughs> oh, it was just asking if you, uh, if you prefer to write historical AUs or oh, yeah, those yeah. two that you mentioned. <laughs> um, well, with that being said, let's kind of, um, I'd love to kind of pick your brain about some of the ones that I've read from you. Um, the, the, uh, nicest words there is, I haven't read that one yet. I've been waiting for it to be done because it, it has such a high chapter count. I'm like, I kind of want to binge that one on my days off. <laughs> but I have read um, a couple of your other ones. Um, so let's see. Um, I did read what I'm assuming might be your first Raylo. Uh, really can't afford to let anything go to waste. Is that one of your first one? Oh, so, oh, that's a... Um, that's an outtake from the nicest word there is. Um, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I've read that part. All right, so I will pass on that one because I want to. <laughs> so don't get spoiled on that one. Um, and then, okay, um, I'm going to talk about the one that I really enjoyed, um, which is the fertile female age 14. Talk mm-hmm. to me about that one. <laughs> Yeah. Where did that one come from and 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 oh, how yeah. did you enjoy writing that one? Cuz that one is a really interesting story. Um I so for me, um I was kind of when I find like a a topic, I side I sort of start spiraling into reading more mm-hmm. about like that thing. So, 
um i got into a huge like i don't want to say like uh because like dystopian so i like i i've been enjoying reading a lot of rayless fix where like yeah maybe there's like not a lot of females around or the new norm is extremely younger ladies and older men and it's like pets but not like pets like that sort of thing so i found that one um and i really enjoyed it so (laughs) um where did the idea for that one come about and um like did tell me yeah just tell me about it (laughs) so i'd say most of my fix pretty much start with like whatever sex scene i want (laughs) oh okay it's like my first idea usually and then i like build the story to justify whatever sex scene i'm gonna write so um, this one, I was like, you know, what if there was like a breeding program or something like that would be kind of fun. Um, and then I think uh, not to spoil, I, I don't think it spoils the nicest word too much, but that is like underage daddy kink, which I think, okay. you know, some people are like more okay with or less okay with. And like, I think, um, I personally think that all of my things <laughs> are like pretty, like, in the end, not like, super like, you should definitely be sleeping with 15 year olds. But uh, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Um, the, like, Fertile Female was sort of being, like, okay, like, what if you had basically the same setup as the nicest word, but, like, set in, like, this whole different society, um, and so, I guess, like, the, yeah, so there's, like, a, uh, basically a fertility crisis in, like, a near future sort of dystopia, which isn't, like, that dystopian, it's, like, pretty similar to our society, but, like, um, there's, like, you know, self-driving cars and, like, bullet trains and stuff, so, mm-hmm. uh, and most people are infertile, so then th- those people that are infertile, like, have to, um, basically undergo, like, reproductive fuckery by the government, where, um, also to, like, make it more fun to read, um, they can't do IVF for hand-wavy reasons, um, but yeah, so then in that story, like, Ray is, um, fertile, Ben is very fertile, he's, like, kind of, like, a stud um, that they have around, but then um, mm. Ray is also fertile, but this is like her first like reading or whatever, and so and then she's like also like fourteen, as the title says, and like um, I actually hadn't decided how old she was going to be, but I thought um, uh, the title is based on um, like Degas has like a a, a statue um, called um, Little Dancer Aged Fourteen. Mm. Um, like a pretty female statue and so like um fertile female age 14 is supposed to reference that um and so like that statue is supposed to be like he's like commenting on society because like all of these dancers are basically also working as sex workers to like support themselves so he's like definitely commenting on like we shouldn't be doing this to like girls this young basically so okay um, but yeah so like uh the whole like conceit of this fic i think is that ben like definitely thinks that she's too young to be doing this and then he like really goes out of his way to make sure that she doesn't um like have to get pregnant at that age so um yeah so I think like it's it's definitely a little like pulpy and like definitely was sort of written to like have um uh like a breeding king sex scene but like I think ultimately it like does dive into some like bigger questions I guess so um yeah so that's um that big and I had a really good time writing that that also, I, like, didn't fully know the story, like, while I was writing it at all, and then it, like, basically mm-hmm. together, so that was kind of cool, because <laughs> I didn't know where it was going. Um, yeah, so that was fun. That was also, like, kind of, like, people were, like, I don't know, I didn't, 
I don't know, like just like the happily ever after was kind of an up in the air question for a long time. So um, that one, I think I rewrote the final chapter like five times. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's that's pretty much that big. Um, yeah, uh, and I think also it's not, I wouldn't say any of my stuff is like straight dark fic, but I think a lot of it's like a little bit dark fic adjacent. Right, um, yeah the themes so um definitely like a lot of like dub con sort mm-hmm. of was going through there as well so uh. <laughs> um because yeah i uh, <clears throat> excuse me um another one that i read which yeah dub con i would say um and still underage um i believe was the um I, text, Wait, I um i did like that one but it's the other one where I think like sh- it's her and I, the Knights of Ren. Oh, right. the lactation gospel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. yeah. So how did that one come about? Because I I also enjoy um, albeit I I know that not a lot of people write that, but I do like Ray with Kylo, but also he shares with the Knights of Ren because they're all also hot. So like. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was also, like, the initial, again, I, like, was, like, oh, wow, wouldn't it be fun to have, like, a, like, ritual breastfeeding scene with, like, ten guys and a <laughs> 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 um, So, yeah, that is where that idea came from. Um, yeah, that one was also, like, it's very, like, quasi-religious. I'm not religious at all, and I, like, had to look up i i've actually i've looked up a lot of bible quotes from things that i've written which is okay but yeah so that one's all sort of centered around this like one bible quote that's like about um theoretically like lactating but um yeah that one i know there's not a lot of like polyamorous fix as much right Um, uh there's one uh thanks for the feedback i really love that one yeah Um, and that one's like much more like actual polyamory. This is this is a little rapier, uh, I would say. Uh-huh. Uh, Ray is like sixteen, and um, they basically choose her to like have like lactation induced by you know like manual stimulation <laughs> over like a long time, um, and then she's like basically supposed to like serve as this like ritual function in their like weird cult church. Um, so that was fun. I mean, I feel like in terms of the writing, that was actually like one of the more fun things to write because there's just like such overblown language. And yeah. it was just like sort of like larger than life even for like what they were doing. You know, I was just like, I'm going to go like be like really ridiculous with all of this. But um, so that was really fun, I think, to write. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think I I feel like it's it's enjoyable to write melodrama because I don't think that my life is particularly dramatic. So it's like, okay nice to have some outlet like that but um yeah anyway I'm glad you read it all right well yeah I mean so like I said in the previous episode um to to my to my guest then when I find an author that I like um and like I know that I've read multiple um works by them before I will go into all of their works and then like 
read anything that sounds good. And that usually means I'm reading either all of them or like a good chunk of them. So I I did that with you and I was like, okay, like I, I see sort of like a trend in what you write. And I was very curious about like, <laughs> like more of that. Cause like I said, I, I fall into these, um, these spirals if you want to call it that where I, I find a subject or like a topic or a trope and then I just go ham and read like all of all of something like that that's how I discovered that I quite actually like ABO because I went on like a yeah. whole thing <laughs> I think I read like everything there was to read um yeah did you read Summer Heat at all Summer Heat. Um, so I'm really bad at titles. So who wrote that one? Because <laughs> I read a lot. <laughs> you should run, I think. Um, so that one, yeah, that one hasn't been updated since 2017. And that, like, oh, heartbreak fix, like, where I was just like, oh my God, I have to know how this ends. <laughs> it's like, not going to happen. But um, yeah, anyway. Um, I guess in terms of like tropes that I've written a few times, I think like lactation kink does come up a lot, which is like very funny because I like do not have kids at all. Like, <laughs> um, but I think it's like a that's a sexy thing to like think about and write about. And then I think I do have a lot of daddy kink sex, which I might move away from that eventually. Um, but I don't know. It's it's a good trope, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think like I don't really write like mean daddy kink at all. I'm. I'm just like he's like the caringest guy ever, and like he just wants her to be okay. <laughs> like, um, like that's so sexy. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and then I guess uh, so. The other historical that you was telling you about, which is um, by the Jim and Flaring Lance, that's also lactation king. So um, yeah, I feel like there's potentially a lot you could do with it, um, and you know, I'm all for seeing more lactation kink in fan- in the fandom. So yeah, <laughs> I right. mean. <laughs> I think it's pretty like um I-, I like it when it's in a fic where like that's also like the um breeding kink like they usually go in tandem where it's just like she's pregnant and like it's just coming out her nips and he's like I want it so she lets him have it <laughs> and then it just kind of goes into this whole thing like I think it goes hand in hand so um and you're right like it's not uh it's not brought up often and I think I agree more more of it um (laughs) uh so the the other one that I'm uh currently reading is the part that always aches um speaking of um ABO um so how did that one come about because I first of all I like that you wrote uh nerdy ben and and ray like they both like their comics i think that's really cool um (laughs) um, i love always love when ray is like um like one of my favorite so i have like a list in my head of like jobs that i love that you guys write them doing and as much as bartender kylo slash ray is hot um sorry ben is hot i love when ray is the bartender because there's something about like (laughs) especially when he gets to watch her and it's like that whole thing of like you know she moves like she knows what she's doing and she looks so strong and like she like it's so good a plus so um (laughs) um how did this story come about because i i quite like it and like i said with my whole abo obsession i'm i read anything that comes up that's abo so (laughs) yeah um this was a an abortion fund fundraiser like thick prompt so i i had done 
I had done a few abortion like prompts like a year ago, I think. Um, mm-hmm. and then filled, and then I guess like there was like a bit the big fundraiser, so I like put out two um uh slots for uh picks. So the other one I wrote was Red Flag Green, um, mm-hmm. which is like a I don't know how to describe that story, but it's like uh, kind of like Adam Sackler Ben, I guess. And he's like a little bit off. But um, anyway, so that one was a abortion fun fic. And then this one, um, somebody asked, uh, they gave me like kind of a, a wide prompt range, but um, I like sort of picked out like Waitress, Ray, and ABO. Um, and I'd never written an ABO before. So this has like been an experience. Really? <laughs> um, a lot. I mean, yeah. So I've never uh, like written ABO and. Um, this I feel like it's such an interesting genre. Like I, um, I think it's sort of like a microcosm of like fanfic itself, where it's like you sort of have like um, the like whole is greater than some of the parts, I guess. Mm. Uh, where it's like you kind of assume that everyone that's reading your fic has probably read like a million other fics that are pretty similar. Um, and so like ABO especially, I feel like there's like so much that it's saying about like gender and like uh, like society and like that's just like so fascinating because like. I think one fic can say something, but then I think if you read, like, all of them together, basically, like, they just have, like, such an interesting, like, multiple perspectives on, like, how things are um, going between, like, romantic partners and, like, um, you know, what does it mean to, like, be, like, biologically something or not or, like, whatever. So right. I, like, found that really interesting. Um, this fic, I, um, I have, like, I have my, like, thesis that I definitely am writing towards um mm-hmm. ABO which maybe is a little bit of a twist I won't say anything but um but I think like uh it's it's like a really interesting way of world building um and I, I feel like I really enjoy the world building part of fic writing in general and then this one I've actually found a lot harder because I think I really have to keep in mind like what other people have done versus like what I want my world to look like because it's going to look slightly different but it's like clearly like other people already have expectations coming in like to read it so, okay. um, yeah, I don't know. It's been, like, kind of fun. Um, and, yeah, they they definitely like comics. I, I haven't read that many comics, so I, like, looked up all of the like, best comics of the 2010s, like, to make sure I was, <laughs> um, like, fighting some good comics. But um, that's been, like, fun to look at those as well because, um, yeah, I just wanted, like, to sort of, like, them in a place in time that was like sort of familiar but then like obviously they have like all this other like stuff that we don't have going on that's going on with them so um mm-hmm. yeah. thanks for reading that too uh yeah <laughs> i mean you left it on a cliffhanger so i'm i'm wait like obviously update whenever you can or whenever you want but um i love when when stuff ends like right where the drama starts and then i'm just like oh, please <laughs> that point because i was like i know i need to like write i need to do my real work (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. no 100 i understand (laughs) um yeah it's but yeah i I will definitely finish it i promise um Uh, so do uh, do your friends and family know that you write things at all? Because I've talked to some people where they're like, absolutely not. I've talked to some people who are like, yes, but only like certain people. Uh, some people's husbands don't even know. And I'm like, you guys are strong for keeping those secrets. <laughs> um, yeah, so I can't keep a secret to save my life. 
So <laughs> most people are like, do I write fanfic? Um, and like some people, they just know I write stuff. So like my parents know I've been writing something, but they're not allowed to read it. Um, because that's mm. really far. But um, I like I work in a like science lab, and I'd say most of my coworkers know. <laughs> Uh, or like have been sent the link to the nicest word at least so um and some people have read it and some people haven't um and it's kind of funny because like right when I started I was like no one will ever know that I'm writing this and then like that really quickly devolved um <laughs> and now I'm like have a beer in and I will send anyone <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I did have like a very horrible experience which was that my boss like found my secret twitter and <gasps> That was like a nightmare, but um, he mostly thinks it's funny. He, I don't think he actually clicked on the link at all, um, but he does occasionally bring it up. Um, and uh, <laughs> I have just like leaned into it. So now there's just like Adam Driver pictures all over my lab and stuff. Um, <laughs> one of my friends really doesn't like him. Um, like she thinks he's really ugly. And, oh no. <laughs> okay. I'll put Adam Driver pictures everywhere that you could so like a scale like model of his hand on one wall <laughs> like, we have this whole design of him like his like centaur like perfume <laughs> I love that <laughs> like we have um we have one friend in my lab who like had a baby like kind of recently and he like dressed as a baby like <laughs> very similarly to Adam Driver in that commercial and like took pictures of him like next to this like stuffed giraffe so I have those pictures next to the Adam Driver pictures, like, oh. like make a like an homage to the Adam Driver's. <laughs> so yeah, it's been kind of fun. Um, I think I'm like, I uh, feel like I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I have no shame anymore, and like, whatever, right. think whatever you want. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I I am like really amazed at people like not telling like really close people in their lives but yeah that's like you know what you feel comfortable with I think that's fine I probably overshare honestly like I'm sure I made somebody because mm. I'm like here do you want this like <laughs> <laughs> historical fiction so um yeah I don't know I mostly just don't care anymore yeah yeah um, it is what it is but um, um I know uh, like people uh, I don't talk about me reading fan fiction um just because like it never comes up but uh like my employees know that I have the podcast and uh (laughs) I was like you are not allowed to listen to this just because like I don't want you guys to know (laughs) the stuff that I'm into (laughs) like this is my safe space I, I see you at work I don't want you to hear anything I say outside of work um but my boss and like all my employees uh coworkers, sorry do know that I love Adam Driver and um for I keep it on my desk but my boss got me this for Christmas last year so I've got like the- <laughs> yeah. yeah I have a story so my um <laughs> watching like House of the Dragon I don't know if you've been watching that no uh, <laughs> Um, well, so, what's his name? Matt Smith is, like, kind of a weird-looking guy. But, yes. Uh, he was, like, Doctor Who and everything. Yeah. So I had a school who was, like, really into him in, like, t- 2012 or whatever. And I always was, like, there's no, like, I cannot 
you know, he's not attractive. <laughs> and now I'm like eating my words because he's like really hot in the new Game of Thrones series. So mm-hmm. I like messed him out of nowhere. I was just like, I'm sorry, like you were right. <laughs> um, <laughs> she like talked to me. It was like a really great conversation, but she's been reading like Raylo fanfic and like Darklina fanfic and um she has that candle she's sending me a picture <laughs> <laughs> <This is> so- <laughs> good <laughs> um, yeah, yeah i i so when i first moved in i had all of my nerd stuff in my bedroom and i literally had one wall dedicated to adam driver like prints artwork i had the cardboard cut out in my corner and then i was like okay if i were coming over to my own apartment as a stranger um i would think this is weird (laughs) so i had to like i took some of it down and i moved moved spaces around so now i just have like i don't know if you can see this little guy right here and then i just have above it there's like it's that um that do it that do it for him collage Like, I don't have any in my actual house, but, like, the lab space that I occupy is just, like, like Adam Driver threw up on everything. Like, <laughs> If I had a job where I left and had a cubicle, I think I would, it would be just yeah. 100% all of that, too. Yeah, so that's partially why I'm, like, maybe I should switch back to an office job because I want to decorate a cubicle yeah. with all the stuff that I won't put in my apartment anymore, but, um, but, yeah, I mean, I, the, the fandom that we exist in like Raylo, Adam Driver. I, I think I say this often, but like, it's such a great like group to be a part of. I love the just collective hive mind that we all have when something new comes out. It's just, it's like one of the best times to be online. Honestly, <laughs> is when new photos <laughs> drop or something. Cause we're all just like, stuff what you're doing <laughs> we're all yelling about it someone's making thirst tweets it's usually lala but that's <laughs> it's great um and uh yeah uh, talking to you guys online too and and being in the space as a reader and then you know with the podcast it's so it's so cool because every day it's something new and you guys are all just great people to talk to but um so to talk uh, more about your reading tastes, um, do you tend to read a lot of the same things that you write or do you read a lot com- like completely different from the stuff that you like to write? Um, I guess, I mean, I read most things. Um, I like, I definitely read a fair amount of like dark, dark fic. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm as much in that space now. Um, and I'll read Canberra sometimes, but, um, I think mostly, like, yeah, I don't know if it's, like, necessarily the exact same stuff that I write. I mm-hmm. kind of had, like, a, a Daddy King phase where I read mostly that. Um, there was a lot in, in the real sphere. Um, I I don't know. What else? I feel like I most, I, I mean, I've been writing, like, sorry, I've been reading ABO when it's around. Mm-hmm. I, I a lot of those fics now, so I don't know if I catch all of them anymore, but I definitely, like, had a phase where, like, that was what I read. Um, so I understand you being, like, I just go through that tag, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, I think, right now, I'm kind of in a slump of, like, reading, just because I've had a lot more, like, real-life stuff going on recently, and then, I feel like in my downtime, I'm, like, trying to write, um, instead of, like, reading, but, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, I don't know. I think it sort of like comes and goes in waves. Right. Um, and like, I think uh, Zutara's been, or sorry, uh, Rayla's been like such a good, like consistent pairing for like so long that I think it'll be hard to find anything like this again. <laughs> I mean, just like, it's just incredible the amount of content there is and also like just how diverse it is. Like, yeah. There's so much to read. So I'm sure I haven't gotten through, you know, even half of it. Um, if I like ever really wanted to like, go find something new, I'm sure that would be very <laughs> doable to do. So. so you're watching the, the, cause I know like when people, I know when Raylo started watching Stranger Things, a lot of people shifted into Eddie and Chrissy content. So yeah. with Game of Thrones, are you finding yourself shifting into reading more of those characters slash are you considering writing those characters? I don't know either. I haven't watched Stranger Things and I haven't seen this new Game of Thrones show. So <laughs> I, watched, I mean, I watched like the first two seasons of Stranger Things, but I haven't like kept up on it. So I did, I like saw yeah. uh, the Eddie Christie stuff, but I, yeah, I don't really read it. Um, but yeah, I think like at least this Game of Thrones, I mean, we'll see if they totally mess up the ending again. Like they did. <laughs> I will be very upset. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, I'll probably just read it. Honestly, I think that's also, like, people, like, because there's, like, whole, like all these books and stuff, and I haven't read all the, the like, original books. So, yeah. Um, that's also, like, you have to know the lore, I think, a lot more than I actually do. And I'm like, I don't mm. have this. Like, I can't get into another, like, you know, uh, full content universe where I actually know stuff. So, um, Probably not. I've I've enjoyed the like both the canon verse and the like modern AU Damira fix, but um mm -hmm. and I'm like so impressed at how quick people whip these things out because there was like a very hot and heavy episode like last week and there's already like so many fix about that. So I was just like how did you Yeah. I haven't even seen it and I'm like oh y'all are fast and yeah. they're, like I've seen some floating in the Raylo sphere I can't even imagine how many are in that specific shows tag because yeah, yeah. Like, Raylo, the Raylo Raylo's got on that really quick I haven't read it any because I I don't know if I'm gonna watch the show and I've I've so far not been spoiled by much of anything so i'm kind of just like waiting the coast to see if i might because i watched game of thrones when it was on um, um i think you'll like it <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm like i watched game of thrones and then i stopped watching game of thrones and then i heard what happened at the end and i was like i don't think i'm going to catch up because i don't want to get like disappointed <laughs> i don't know it's <laughs> um, yeah i think it's, it's been really fun to like see like how like there's definitely like archetypes that sort of like fit into like these different IPs and you can sort of see like why people are attracted to like the same like yeah. characters and stuff. Yes. So and also by, like like Vuas or I don't know how she says her username, but I feel like she's basically how I like found a lot of these other pairings. Um um just because like of the like Dark Lena prompts and then like now there's like a Demira prompts like twitter account so um yeah even if i was just like casually into it i feel like i would still see it but um yeah yeah the um uh you're correct about the sort of archetypes because while i haven't seen um shadow and bone or stranger things or 
um house of house of the Dra house of the dragon is that what it's called yeah. um the pairings that everyone writes are pretty much on par with Raylo pairings give or takes you know some aspects from what i can gather but i mean we like what we like and I, i'm fine with being in these spaces as a reader because it gives me more content to read right. um so i'm just like uh will i get around to watching it um probably because i'm like watching stranger things in october for a spooky season so then i'll know what everyone's talking about <laughs> um house of the dragon i'm not sure yet but um like you i don't like i i, I don't want to get invested and then get disappointed so like i don't know um <laughs> um so are there i saw that in some of your other writings you did um harry potter um i didn't dive too much but what was your pairing in harry potter um so i read a lot of jilly i guess it was like james and lily oh okay um, yeah uh that one didn't have as much of a like specific pair i like read a lot of harry jenny also mm -hmm. and then a lot of Hermione, which i feel like <laughs> somebody's gonna be upset about but um yeah and then I, like, read a lot of, like, next-gen fix also, like, after the end of the seventh book. Um, so, yeah. I guess, yeah, that one I wasn't as invested in, like, a specific pair, I guess. Okay. Um, I think I did have, like, a Tonks Remus pick, and that was all, like, very T-rated. and. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think this one, it's, it's like, a different, definitely a different way of existing in fandom, because, like, Harry Potter is so massive, right? Like, there's no way you're gonna, like, you know, this, I feel like Raylo, it's, like, big enough that there's a lot of content, but also it's, like, contained enough that, like, there's a community that exists, and you can, like, find, like, friends and, like, I don't know, uh, mm -hmm. or in-depth conversations with people and stuff, and, like, there's, there's sort of, like, you know, a boundary to, like, where um, people exist, versus, like, Harry Potter, and that's, like, you know, 500,000 picks or something, so it's, yeah, you could possibly find, like, somebody that's even read a fraction of those, so, um yeah i think this is like a really good like mid range size fandom i guess and then um obviously <laughs> there's been a lot of harassment against uh Raylo's online so i think that sort of makes people a little bit more um communally oriented i guess i don't know like there's just sort of a, a versus them sort of feeling which i think maybe finds people but i don't know um yeah. i'm not that combative online really so um i don't i don't see it that much but um it is interesting to see how that like has an effect. Mm -hmm. So um, let's move on to the note section. We'll start wrapping up here, but, um, and that's where I just kind of open the floor for you. If you have any things you want to talk about, or if you want to touch back on anything that we mentioned before, the floor is open for you to sort of say whatever you want. <laughs> um, okay. I uh, wait, is this, sorry, this is just notes about whatever. Um, yeah, it's like the note section. So like of like uh I format how AO3 is. So, you know, summaries where we talk about the whole thing and the notes is just like final thoughts. So yeah, like talk about whatever you want. You can talk about, you know, if if we if we touched on something previously and you want to bring it back up, you can. Or if there's something that you want to bring up and talk about, this is like basically for the floor is open for you to discuss whatever you want. Okay. Okay, we did not talk about this, and I will try not to spoil it because I know you haven't read. The nicest word at all nope. um, <laughs> um but i just wanted to talk about endnotes um because mm. i am a prolific endnote writer in some of my books 
not all of them, but some of them. Um, and anyway, this is mostly me being like, everyone should write like really extensive endnotes if they want to. And I think that it's like a really cool way of like, um, just like introducing people to topics they might not have been like familiar with in the first place. So um, I like link a lot of like historical, like um, context and like articles about like historical topics in that fic. Um, mm. And I feel like the research has been really fun. And I also feel like um, it's been my attempt to be like, the internet is beautiful. And like, <laughs> there's so much cool stuff to like learn about if you just like know where to look for it. So um, anyway. I think that that's been like a really fun aspect of like writing on AO3 because like you can just link um, like other parts of the internet to your fic and I think that's like really cool. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I don't know, I've like enjoyed sort of like putting a lot of effort into that, but then also like not taking it that seriously. <laughs> like there's still like a lot of ridiculous things in that fic and I think that's kind of fun as well. Like it can be a little bit ridiculous too. So <laughs> I think that's like the fun part of fanfic in general. Um, that's awesome um i so (laughs) i don't ask this for everyone because i feel like sometimes it's just like the conversation doesn't call for it but if i remember to i do like to ask so um i started this thing for season two of the pod where um like i said if it comes up um i like to ask you guys um if you were to pitch fan fiction to someone who came to you and said they were interested in reading it um and the way that you tried to sell it to them was starting off a sentence with i like it when how would you pitch fan fiction to someone all right so i like it when um i like it when you can go and like pick from a menu of like what you want to read because that's like not true in normal reading like yeah I don't, I don't read a lot of like regular books anymore um partially just you know I'm, I'm busy but um it's also like you don't know if you're gonna like it and like you've already put a lot of effort to like getting the book and so like at that point it's like harder to just like exit out of the book but right like I love in fanfic it's like you really can just like sort by tags like that's just like so mind-blowing like mind-blowing to me or you can just like say this is what I want to read and then you mostly can find something that fits those parameters and like that's really cool um Mm -hmm. so yeah that's how I would pitch it to other people Um, and that's a good way to do that because you're right like if you want to read something very specific there's most likely a tag for it for you and you can just go and look for it um and you have free reign over how smutty you want it, how like how long or short you want it. Like it's just you're right. It is legitimately a menu. It's building out <laughs> like your meal for the day, <laughs> which I absolutely love. That uh, it's that like <laughs> a fascinating medium too. I just like I don't know. It's really very different than like reading a normal or like a published book or something like where you, like, basically already have some, like, emotional connection to the characters, usually, and, like, that's cool, um, and then, like, you can play around with, like, having, like, twists come that you only get if you've, like, consumed the original, like, IP material, mm-hmm. you would just assume that your readers know what you're talking about, because they pretty much do, which is, right. like, cool, I don't know, I think that that's neat, um, 
yeah and there is like a very like high low aspect like I think it's really accessible and I think also like there's just like I think more diverse perspectives than I've seen in a lot of like published like um especially like romance I got or not necessarily romance but I think like it sort of like bends genres in a way that I think traditionally published stuff doesn't um mm-hmm. because you're not sorting on genre you're like you're sorting on tropes often or like very specific things that happen in the plot and I think that's mm-hmm. a different way of like categorizing like fiction so um yeah that's what I enjoy about fanfic uh, if someone were to approach you about getting like turning any of your fix most likely your longest one that you have into a, a book would you do that um I mean if someone like approached me like I'd consider it I I don't know about I don't know if that's usually how it happens like I think there'd probably be a significant effort on my part and Mm -hmm. I am in that place right now (laughs) yeah um yeah I think you know like someday I think it'd be fun to publish something um and like the the nicest word I like have thought about like could I like you know self-publish this or something and I'm just Mm -hmm. like this sounds like really hard um so I think that like process of going through to like make it like more like put into like the um format of like a a normal book I think would be um a lot of effort that I don't currently want to do but that's fair I I think it'd be really cool eventually but um I don't like see that happening (laughs) soon and yeah that's the other thing I know that uh is it called query querying when you pitch your book I know that does happen and I'm and I'm curious like for fanfic writers are they pitching their fanfics or are there publishers that are on AO3 and they're like oh we see this is popular let's reach out because it's just like how does that happen because there's a lot of fics that I keep seeing are getting picked up by like um I believe like it's called Lake County Press and I'm like they're they're coveting a lot of really good fanfic writers and I'm just like did they come to you did you go to them (laughs) I kind of want to know how that works because um like yeah um, processes yeah I again like the querying process sounds horrendous like yeah I bet affected Uh. from the publishers or something I'm just like oh my god I don't think I could take that at all yeah because it's like how do you then if you are querying your story how are you pitching it because it's like do you say I wrote this fan fiction and it's like 30 chapters and here's what it's about. It's, and like, it's like, I, I really want to know. So if anyone's listening, <laughs> please tell me. Cause I'm so curious. Um, but I mean, yeah. I, I, when you really think about the numbers of like people that are reading certain fics, it's like a lot more than a lot of published books get read by. Like it's, yeah. really, I mean, especially like some of the stuff that like has gotten told to be published. I mean, thousands of people have read it and, I think that that must be like probably a really good sign for a publisher, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I am also interested. I would listen to that. <laughs> somebody on um, <laughs> yeah. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to chat about before we go over to the closing marks here? Um, no. Is there a kudos section? I like thought. Yes. so let's go ahead and move down to that so the kudos section um for those who are new here is when we uh each give or try i try to sometimes i forget but i do like to ask like 
what is one good thing that you like about the fan fiction community and why? And then if there are, if there is a creator or if there are some creators that you want to give a shout out to, this is where you do that. And we'll put all their info below so that you guys can check them out. Um, Okay. So one thing I like about the fanfic community, um, I mean, it's just so incredibly supportive. Um, And I really, I mean, I'm like kind of by nature a lurker and I'm like really trying to be like, oh, I need to support other people too. Cause like, just like the amount of love that I've gotten on some of my fics is just like really (laughs) amazing. So um, I think like, I can't imagine writing a story where you're not just like publishing every chapter and then people come and tell you that they like your, your, your writing. Like that's just like, has to be the best way of writing a book, you know? Like, um, so I think just like that and like all the Twitter stuff, like is just so fun to read. Um, mm-hmm. Like for the most part, I think people just really are really supportive of people and like want to read their like ideas and like their stories. And I think that's really cool. I think like, it's cool that you're both like, a consumer and a producer in a lot of cases and like I think it just like makes sort of a democratization of like content production I guess mm-hmm. like you know like I'm I'm reading people's stories and like they're reading my stories and like vice versa and then I think like also I was just like basically a lurker reader for a long time and I love those people too I think it's just like really cool um that yeah we all like exist in this place it sort of feels like an ecosystem of sorts where you're just like like everyone sort of attracted to this um like community and then uh like make stuff for the community i don't know i think people have said it's like a gift economy and i think that's yeah the cool part yeah um so that's a more succinct way of saying what i'm trying to say <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and then do you have any folks you want to um shout out that i can drop down in the um the box below for people yes okay um, I will recommend, um, Kohlet 316, Call Me a Cab by Linear A, um, which I feel like, um, they also have a lot of, like, really interesting endnotes, and that's just such an incredible story, um, and I would say, like, I was extremely inspired by that, um, before I, like, started writing, so, um, thank you for writing that, um, if you're listening. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to, I found that, so I'm going to link that below for people. Um, I don't think I've heard of that one. It's very good. I would, I would recommend it. Obviously, I just, rec- I just recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, me being the silly person I am. Oh, I, at the time of recording, I already, I think, posted this on twitter of of what i'm reading right now um but i wanted to shout out um trophy by rat splendor uh i will link that below um that one is a oh gosh how do i even describe what that fic is ray is han's sugar baby but han doesn't know that ray's his sugar baby he thinks that ray's his girlfriend and Kylo hates his dad, so Kylo's like, I'm going to steal her. But Kylo's also her teacher, so <laughs> it's that. And it's really good, so <laughs> I will put that down below for you guys to check out. Um, where can people find you online? Where are their best places to, to hang out with you? Well, I'm on Twitter, but not very um, <laughs> presently. <laughs> um, but I, my Twitter handle is Entropy with three Ys, 23. 
And then I'm on AO3 as entropy always increases. Um, and we'll have all of that below as well. And um, for me, I am on Twitter at uh, BNB underscore pod. I'm on Instagram, bookmarked and busy pod, as well as uh, TikTok under the same name. Uh, Twitter is where I'm most active, though. And uh, we do fun things over there like Saturday Support Club, uh, one tweet fix. And um, occasionally I'll just post something completely random and have a good time um, talking to you guys about it. Also, um, uh, if you want to be on the pod, I feel like I never mentioned this, but if you want to be on the pod, um, there is a pinned tweet on my page that has a form that you guys can fill out. Um, and that just puts you in the queue and I get to you when I get to you. <laughs> That's all I can say. Cause I, I have a bunch of people in there right now. Um, and I, if I counted correctly, I have enough people to last me currently to May of 2023. Um, so, uh, that's how many people I have. So if you do want to be on it, um, <laughs> you know, you'll still, we record before then, obviously, but you know, at the rate episodes go up, I'll have enough to go through then. So, um, but yeah, if you want to be on, that's the best way to be on. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks again for joining me. I had a really great time talking to you. And I always feel like, I say this every time, but I leave these knowing a lot more about the people that I interact with online um, or that I just see, like, you know, pop up. Um, and then, like, with people's fix that I read. So, like, now I've had this conversation with you and I can put a face to a name and it's just really cool that um, that I was I was able to chat with you today. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, you're like the first Raylo I've met. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, it's really hard to. Um, so I've only seen a handful of people. Um, uh, most people just use their mics, and that's fair, like 100% okay. So it's really cool when I get to like see you guys because I'm just like, oh, cool. Like, uh, now I know. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully soon or someday you'll be able to kind of meet up with some people or at least see some people face to face i'm trying to get like figure out how to have like a gathering of some sort because i feel like we need one we all need one <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna happen or what but i feel like uh Raylo's in particular we kind of need to figure out how to get together and just have one big old uh, I think uh, the previous person I said talked to about it was like we should have like a writer's retreat. I'm not a writer, but I'll show up and maybe we'll do like a podcast recording. But like a writer's retreat somewhere where like a bunch of people show up and I'll hang out. I think it'll be really fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you again. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, and if you want to be on the pod uh, again, feel free to reach out. Um, I love having like check-in episodes or like um roundtable episodes if those ever come up. But um. You know, if you know what, if you're interested, you don't have to say yes. But if you're interested, um, I don't know if you caught the first post writing depression sesh that I had. Um, it was like the live stream that I had with Liz, where uh, we talked about it's a long way to the top because she had just finished writing it. And you have a big hefty fic that seems to be coming to a close at some like rather soon. So if after you finish that and you want to be on for one of those, it's a live stream and we just talk about that fic, um, the writing process for it, how you're feeling now that it's over and like all that stuff. So I'd love to have you if you'd like, um, feel free to reach out if you want to do that. 
Yeah, of course. Well, thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys next week. Oh, next week's guest. Hold on. I had it, and I lost it, and I have it again. Next week's guest is a reader who goes by the name of Loki. That's all the information I have. So if you want to chat or listen to an episode of just a reader, uh, tune into that one. But, yeah, I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.